now we have work attire. The lab coat. It's my uniform for working, which I picked up from the couture ateliers in Paris. My work has elements from corsetry, elements from tailoring. I want to be as close as a couture designer as I can be without being licensed by the French government. Oh. Doctor. <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you laughing at me? Yes, I am, Mr. Dior. There you go, Alicia Nowicki. Let's from. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
theworkroom at gmail.com. And so what I'll do is I'll save it up throughout the rest of the season. But um, of course, if something incredible happens, if someone sends us something absolutely amazing, then I will bring it up. And so we can chat about it um, ASAP on the podcast. So, and of course, follow us on facebook.com forward slash the workroom and Instagram at workroom podcast. All right. Oh my gosh. That was a lot up front. So, um, and then before we even get into this draft, Patricia, since you were away last episode for our holiday unconventional mayhem, I want to let you know, or I want to ask you if you had any thoughts or anything that you would like to share with us, anything that you want to really get off your chest about last episode that you weren't able to say since you were away from the podcast. Well, the first thing I want to say is that I really enjoyed your episode with Nayland, (laughs) last week's episode, very much. I I, I really Uh, enjoyed it. Yay! And I, I don't have much more to add, I mean, I have my little preferences. Um, I I also forget which of you said what. <laughs> so, I I don't know which one of you said that Sergio. That was total nonsense. I agree. I was disappointed that that look won. Um, I also was really surprised that Marquise was only safe. Hmm. And mm. even as much as I really like Tyler's personality, and as much as I am annoyed. By Alan's personality, if judging by outfits, by outfits alone, I'm really surprised that Tyler did not go, and I'm really surprised that Alan was the one to go. Mm. Um, but I, I think that maybe Alan has been in the bottom before. I also think Tyler has been in the bottom before. I'm not sure. I don't yeah. remember. But that's that was one thing that I that I kind of thought, and um, I wish they had spent more time. More kind of behind the scenes outfit making, mm-hmm. like those m- making his magic sessions that they have. I wish they had more of that for Nancy, for Marquise. Um, yeah, that was it. We got to know a little bit, see a little bit more of Chelsea, which was great. Hmm. But that was it. It was sort of like a, it was a very blah uh, challenge for me <laughs> overall. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, yeah. wrapping paper whatever you know yeah and I know a lot of listeners were really disappointed that no one really commented on how much wrapping paper was used and especially since I think we're all used to Tim Gunn and Heidi Klum just being very very um on top of nothing looking like fabric or if it looks too like too much like fabric they get suspicious rather than like oh wow this you know this this pattern is really interesting but they you know, they kind of set them up with so much paper and and so much fabric for um, for that episode. So, yeah, yeah. And, and all that corn husk. <laughs> I mean, geez. Yeah, what was that about? What was so Christmas about that? I also didn't understand where this African pillow came from. I was oh, like, what? Yeah, that where? was for Kwanzaa. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. And, I, and I looked at the episode once more and some of those menorahs were not menorahs those were actually for kwanzaa (laughs) because Uh, kwanzaa does a lot of things where it looks like it looks like hanukkah you know there's also um i I believe that there's seven days for kwanzaa not eight right i think it's seven yeah yeah seven candles right and and the difference is that the so there's seven candles but also there are um candles for the pan-african 
flag so it's black red and green (laughs) so that's Mm -hmm. how i could tell the difference and then yeah and then they use a lot of african prints because of that was probably african print from mood i wouldn't put it past them to be using mood fabrics in there because mood now has a whole ankara fabric section but um yeah they tried to squeeze a lot of that stuff in there and i think the corn husk might have also been from kwanzaa oh see i was so confused by the corn husk i was like it's not Thanksgiving. I don't understand. I was no. sort of totally confused. Yeah. So um, thank you for explaining that. Yeah. No, no worries. I mean, I, and I think it's so funny because after, after that episode, I just started seeing Kwanzaa stuff everywhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. But also I think just in general, you know, because Kwanzaa essentially celebrates harvest. And, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not, not religious. It's not um, – it's mostly cultural and, and it's uh, definitely – um, was um, uh, specifically an African American holiday, and but I think at the core of it is that it centers around this harvesting time, not necessarily something around like Christmas or anything religious. So that's in my head. I'm just like hmm, maybe that's where it came from. Yeah, um, I mean it's about it's it's about exploring values of community and yes, um, interconnectedness. We are in the middle of Kwanzaa at the moment. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because so the day after Christmas is when Kwanzaa starts. So on January 20, I'm sorry, on December 26th. And um, yeah, man, I mean, it's it's it starts with a, I don't know. Well, in New York, I mean, you know, it started in, in L.A., but I'm, we're in New York now. But um, there's a whole shopping day. Um, so, you know, every day has a, a thing um, dedicated to it. I'm not really sure which day is specifically about harvest, but. Um, yeah, we're in the middle of, we're in the middle of Kwanzaa and I think it's the last, tomorrow's the last day of Hanukkah when we're, um, taping this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's still technically the holidays. Um, happy 2019 to you both. Mm. So. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. All right. So let's get into this. So I'm going to ask the two of you to pick a number between one and 10. Mm. Oh, shoot. No, one in six. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to roll this virtual die I have on Google. And we'll see who gets the closest to whatever number this is and who gets to go first. So, Patricia, you choose your number first. Uh, five. All right. Nalen? Three. Oh, my gosh. Patricia, I rolled a five. Oh. So, you go first. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. I'm going to be ruthless. All right, so you cool. get the first round draft or, or first um, pick. Dayang. Oh, yeah, Dayang. Oh, what? All right, <laughs> what? great. Was <laughs> my first choice gone? Oh no. Um, give, can you give us a little background as to you, why you've chosen Dayang and why you've taken her from me? Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, this is the part I hate. I, okay. Um, I don't know. I, I just think it will be fun to... So here's my strategy for Bracket. This is only my second time doing Bracket with, with you. I, I'm going to root for who I like anyway. If, even if I don't like someone and they're on my Bracket, I'm okay with that. So I kind of... Yeah, but my strategy for choosing Da Young is because I just have liked what Da Young has made in every episode. All right. Even the first uh, it's episode? That simple. 
oh, I don't remember what that was <laughs> at the moment. But yeah, wait, wasn't the first episode that dress that looked like a traditional, no, a coat that was that looked like a traditional dress? No. Was that the second episode? I think that was the second episode. Um, you know what? I don't even remember the first one. I just remember I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, that was the space, the space look. The yes. Space yeah. Right. It was the it was the team with Alan. Yes, it was one with the the weird strips yeah. across their chests, and and she yeah. made the jumpsuit. Yeah. Yeah. I did not. I did not like that. No. So I cannot say that I liked every single thing, but just the last two. All right. Okay. Good choice. Um, Nayland, it's your turn. Um, Delvin. Delvin. Oh. <laughs> all right Nalen, you have to explain this one um i you know uh generally cool under under pressure it mm-hmm. seems like he is clear about um uh being um meticulous in mm-hmm. what he does and he seems to I don't know he's just he's just very professional he I mean admittedly he has been getting an edit where he seems kind of full of himself mm-hmm. but um but I think he's uh I think he's a solid performer All right. and um I you know I appreciate somebody who's like got some consistent craft in there mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think Dr. Couture definitely has the goods to make it pretty far. Um, great choice. Okay, my turn. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Shavi. Oh. Uh. I see potential with Shavi from the last episode. Again, I know it was a very controversial outfit, but I really I have to say that I liked how crafty that outfit was and it seemed to be you know kind of pulling from some interesting creative corners of his brain so um i'm hoping and also um he finishes he finishes his garments so mm-hmm. um that to me is incredibly important and um yeah i i feel like last last uh episode was a problem solver and he solve that problem very well under pressure so my first choice is Shavi so we have Patricia with Dai Young Uh I'm writing this down for myself also I'm going to publish this on um, on our social medias and Nalen you have Delvin Uh and I have Shavi all right Patricia Okay. Round two. Well, I'm going to pick um, Nancy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, explain your choice. Well, um, I think like you, I, I also like the underdogs, and I like rooting for someone who is really just going for their best. And even if it's not a popular thing or, or something that is prepaved, Mm-hmm. And she seems really to her own world. So 
Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I agree. I mean, because Nancy, I have to say that I, so I, I have my list of people and, of course, you know, crossing out as they get taken away from me. And Nancy's pretty high up because, again, um, pretty cool under pressure. And and I, I don't know, I'm just very into how, how crafty she gets with everything. Just seems like she's having so much fun. Um, yeah, no, I think that's yeah. really great. And even and though I, also, I think she, what what she's been out of school for three years, um, you know, like she's got all of that scary corporate experience. So I feel like something that's this type of pressure, um, she's probably used to. So yeah, exactly that. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Next, Nayland. <coughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, Marquise. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Okay, Nalen, why did you take Marquise from me? Um. Well, to be fair, you took Shavi from me. So. <laughs> and you didn't complain about it. Oh, so much sweetness um, and light over there, Nalen. <laughs> um. Again, like fun, some interesting ideas. Um, seems really solid. Doesn't have a lot of drama going on. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I, you know, you you talked about my strategy, which <laughs> generally is um, uh, flailing about dealing with wishful thinking of people that I sort of want to go all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I like, I like Marquise's thing. And I also, you know, I'm, I also tend to, um, get very excited about people who are designing across gender. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Marquise has that going on as well. Yeah, I, I just, I just, you know, and I feel like this is where um, your, well, at least I would say maybe the first two iterations of the bracket battle where you're like, who would I like to go or, or hang out with? Who's a cool looking person? Who's a cool person who seems like a, like a, who, I don't know. I don't know. I'm even putting words into your mouth. Who seems like they have a good heart. And I think Marquise is one of them. That's where, a very... That's a very polite way of saying, who am I crushed out on? Oh, okay, okay. Who are you crushed out <laughs> on? Usually who I, <laughs> who I kind of vote for. Well, I, you know what? That's me just assuming that you crush out on people who have good hearts. <laughs> I, I, that is an attractive quality, we have to say. Um, all right, great. So, um, since you've taken Marquise from me... My second <laughs> round choice is Chelsea. Ah! <laughs> oh, okay, oh, what was my my dream bracket is now officially crushed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I almost um I almost put Chelsea in my in my wait wait what did I do Yeah, I almost I, I got I got a little scared. Um, for my first round after he took Diane, I was like, oh no, what should I do with Chelsea? 
But yeah, I don't know. I okay. So Chelsea is one of those people where I just can't wait to see more from her. I'm a little mm-hmm. apprehensive, I will say, because the last episode with the um, I, what I really loved is how she used the paper. But as I've said before, the silhouette she used, which was a you know pretty run of the mill strapless bodycon, um, was not my favorite. But I like her attitude. I like the way she approaches these challenges. She's very funny and um, seems like a sweetheart. And also, I think we haven't seen the most of what she can do yet. And Mm -hmm. again, someone who's calm under pressure and so far has, you know, has done creative things, even if the shape wasn't creative, the the approach and how she treated uh, materials and textiles have been pretty great. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea is my Chelsea is my second round pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Patricia. Oh, back to me yeah. with my dreams. Uh, my my dream is crushed. So I I'll I'll I'll, I'll pick Tyler. <gasps> what? Interesting. <laughs> wow, I Wait. am shocked. Why? What? I I don't crush out on people who make samosa bags, so I have to. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I am I'm shocked. Um, Alan, are you shocked? You sound shocked. Am I? I'm not the only one who's shocked here. No, I'm I'm I. It is it is a bold choice. Bold is the operative is, uh, word. As I would say. <laughs> When I look at who's left, I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to go with Tyler. Okay. Okay. Um, can you tell me why Tyler over everyone else? <laughs> All right. I, I think Tyler has a lot more potential than we've seen. I think that Tyler just does not do well under pressure. Um, I think, sadly, that's the case here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably needs more time. Wait, I hope I'm thinking of the right person. I mean, this is the who's also a drag queen, right? Yes, yes. this is Kimono. How can, I, how can I not love a queen? Kim Come on, of course oh no. I'm going to pick Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to write this down. Patricia, <laughs> round three pick <laughs> is Tyler. Man. Um, yeah, okay, great. Let's see here. All right, so... Nayland, this is your last okay. round pick. Well, now I'm in a difficult position. Wait, did Patricia <laughs> take Tyler away from you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but and I and I I will tell you. Um, I'll I'll tell you what I'm. So this person is someone who I'm willing to bet will make it into the top three. Mm-hmm. I doubt that they will go all the way. I think I know who, uh, who it is. Okay, no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna... Um, uh, and I'm and they like in terms of my ranking of everybody and in going into this, mm-hmm. they're ranked below the next person I have on my list. But I'm, but I'm, this is, this is me hedging my bet here. 
So I am going to take Brittany. <gasps> what? Yeah. Because she goes against all of my sensibilities for why I choose people. <laughs> I mean, mine too, but it, you have to look at it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she has been getting the, oh, we're going to be following this young woman's story edit all the way through that's why i feel like she's top she's in top three but not i but i don't think you know i i think that her time management issues are will probably catch up with her yeah yeah i mean Brittany. oh man yeah she's just stresses me out <laughs> watching her and she would stress me out more than usual if she were on my bracket so yeah so that is that is a strategic pick on my part but not yeah. a but i totally that, agree with you I would hang out with her yeah no no <laughs> absolutely not but it's just like yeah i i think she would be great over like a hot toddy something in an environment where it's meant to be kind of mellow that's what i was just thinking like just calm a little bit down just calm down um but no but i i i get it i i Oh man, Brittany was. Oh man, I'm going. I'm going way low because I feel like we all. I should have known this was going to happen, but Brittany was. Oh man, so close. I was so close to choosing her because I just had to. Um, but but again, I I I do think that she has some staying power, even just production wise. She's fun to listen to. She's funny. She has these quips. She's got this Texas vibe going, and I. I wonder if they're really catering to Brandon Maxwell, who's from Texas. Like all these people mm-hmm. on this show are, um, you know, regionally related in that sense. So, oh man. Okay. So I'm going to do, so- oh, guys, I can't believe this is happening. All right. So Naylon, you have Brittany. Mm-hmm. Guys. So I was not sure about the next pick because I can't believe no one chose him. I know who that is. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this. Well, I was going to choose that person next, so don't really? worry. Really, so low. <laughs> I think we all put him so low on our on on our on our list. Um, beca- okay, all right. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to choose Sergio. Oh, 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 oh. So, so that's that is that is who I had above Brittany on my list. Oh, Neilan. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to be true to my thinking here cuz I really want to flip him for someone else, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, I might be regretting this. I think I'm going to pick for someone else. I mean, the joke is that he's going to just he, he you you'll have him in your bracket and he's going to go all the way. Ah, oh, shoot. That's <laughs> that's what Is this we'll, so terrible? Is this, is that awful? Maybe I shouldn't have him on my bracket. I'm just like, damn it, you're going to go all the way. I, I won't even brag about that. If I win, I, I, I'll do something in, in an, I, I just kind of like anti or I, I would punish myself. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Round three pick. Crud. Okay. So, man, I can't believe no one chose Sergio. If Samelia were here, she would have chosen Sergio first. Out of the gate. Out of the gate. So yeah. Samelia, my the very Samelia pick. My my beloved um, uh, co-creator is ruthless. I mean, her strategy is just she just goes for the jugular. 
yeah. And usually I one. How you guys became friends. Huh? I wonder how you guys became friends. You know what? There's just something about the two of us that draws <laughs> us together, and I have no idea why. <laughs> There's just an essence. <laughs> um, okay, so that's our third round. Um, just for fun, can I ask the two of y'all to share who your next pick would have been? If we were to go for a fourth round, uh, me a fourth, oh, fourth round. Wait, we're not. Oh uh, wait, should we go four rounds? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, let's not do four. That's too easy. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's just it's just three rounds. Um, okay, thanks, Nalen. <laughs> yeah. But um, who 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 was next for you, Patricia? Well, I was going to pick Jeffrey. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm there with you, Patricia. I, you know, um, I think that uh, he is not doing well in terms of the stresses of the competition. Mm. Um, but he does seem to have, you know, pretty solid execution all the way through. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because he's just someone who I feel as if the lanes have to be very, very girded. So yeah. if he has his process going and if he's gotten his fabric together, there's just so many elements that have to fall into place. He can't take too much of a variation. Then I feel like he would just turn, you know, like a tomato red and then just explode all over the workroom or something. Mm-hmm. I just imagine him as various types of red fruits and vegetables he will be he'll be great in a team challenge where he is not the team leader yes yes i agree i agree like and, he'll get his clothes sewn and everybody else's clothes sewn oh yeah as long as he doesn't have to pick out the fabrics exactly yeah, or, or organize it yeah it would be great if he had immunity for that challenge as well that would be even more perfect <laughs> if he had immunity and wasn't in charge and didn't have to make any choices. Just was told yes. what to do. <laughs> um, so, Nalen, was Jeffrey going to be your second choice, too? Or your fourth? He was He was next on my list, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, it was Victoria from Moldova. Oh, man. So. That's a bold choice. Really? That... I think so. <laughs> I mean. She, okay. I, f- I feel like. Victoria is a wild card. True. I, but I don't think mm-hmm. either way she's teetered on the side of uh, just a, a total disaster or any or someone who is just waiting to explode. I don't know. She still, again, seems kind of even keeled and makes interesting things. I feel like... I mean, I feel like everything I've seen from her has been half straps. Yeah, she yeah. likes she likes straps. In In a... Divided by half. She does. She does like that. Um, my hope is, <laughs> and that's why she was so far down. I don't think that she is open to any kind of constructive criticism that would uh, elevate her from, you know, kind of like this style that she's working in now because it's working for her. And I'm not really sure how long or what the longevity of that is. I feel like she's sort of doing novel things at the moment, 
but I can see her not really being able to, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, pull out some other technical skills to make something amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but I do, I do like looking at her stuff, even though there are a lot of straps. I mean, I, I'm mostly thinking about the, the one from, from last week. It was just, man, an amalgamation of all these things put together, which I, I kind of liked. All right. Yeah. yeah. I know, but you probably didn't like that that outfit. <laughs> did not, did not, did not. And I also thought that Alan, what Alan created last week, was very similar to something that I would expect from um, Victoria. Oh. Pew, pew, shots fired, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, so... Okay, let me repeat back to us what our brackets are. <laughs> okay, I just want to point out one other thing. Yes. Um, oh, wait, I love I... that none of us have had anything to say about Melanie, which is <laughs> which just bears out my point that she is unfortunately cast in this season as, oh, yes, here's another very nice young blonde woman. I know. She's the only other person that no one chose. <laughs> so we all right. were like, but, Jeffrey, yeah. Victoria. But I'm even like... when we're going into like our bottom of the list, <laughs> like we're like, oh, and then there's also Melanie. Can I say yeah. Melanie for me was above Tyler. Oh. I, I chose Melanie before Tyler. Well, that's Wait. because you don't like an impending disaster, Inez. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm okay with that. <laughs> I have some weird, deep-seated hope for a little bit of her. Like, the only person that I just was so gung-ho about not choosing was Tyler. Uh, wait, so did Melanie make your list, Nayland, at all? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I think I've been clear about her. I mean, I, I really feel like she, like, if... If not next episode, then the episode after that. I really yeah. don't. I I do not see her going much further, just because of the way that they're treating her. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, if anything, I feel like Tyler has shown us that you know um, they have sco- show sewing skills and ha- you know I don't know, def- you know comes coming from um, being a drag queen that there is some potential there. Melanie, unfortunately, uh, we haven't really got anything. No clues about her. Yeah, but we have Seems clues all over the place from Tyler. Yeah, yeah, she's very pleasant, uh, very beige. I think she's wearing something beige in this picture too. So, anyway, all right. <laughs> so, okay, so Patricia, we have you. Round one, Die Young. Round two, we have Nancy, and then round three, we have Tyler. Yes. <laughs> and then for Nayland, oh, did I did I sound like did I sound away? I probably probably did. I'm gonna have to. No, no. Okay, all right. No, you sounded fine. fine. You sounded fine. I'm just giggling at myself. Don't worry. <laughs> and then for Nayland, round one, Delvin. Round mm-hmm. two is Marquise, and then round three, we have Brittany. And for me, round one was Shavi. Mm-hmm. And my round two is Chelsea, and my round three is Sergio. The, all right, I've gotten the villain of the season. Ugh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> Maybe you know that's why I did it. 
it makes me nervous. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, my goodness. Any last thoughts, y'all? This is so short. This is not three hours. <laughs> I know. It's a quick one. <laughs> this is so strange. But also, well, it's, the that's last, why it's our last episode of 2019. Oh. It is. Yeah. It's oh. it's our it's it's the last episode of the decade. I guess that's not true. Is it is is twenty twenty is still part of the decade? I it's guess it's still technically a part of the decade. I have right. to say, so I graduated from high school in the year two thousand, and we had the same issue because they're like, "You're not the new millennia class. You're the last one," and we're just like, "No, no, we're the first. <laughs> but really, it doesn't really matter. It's just all zeros it just doesn't matter um yeah and so now i'm just like great we're now having that conversation all over again are we at the end of the decade or the beginning of the next one and i would say that we're at the beginning of the next or, okay 19 is the end of the last decade i would say mm-hmm. yeah so yeah i think it counts yes. that makes very very logical sense i mean it feels like the death throes of something <laughs> um that's I feel like it's the most cynical love Happy New and Year's, light. Everybody. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no. Um May we all dance on the corpse of the state. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's some fraught times now, y'all. Uh I won't mm-hmm. even talk about the books that I'm reading because I don't want to bring this podcast down any further. <laughs> <laughs> down to battle. I mean, this is like, you know, fun, lighthearted, but I'm reading, I'm reading some books that are very important, but I won't, I'm just saying that they're very important and they're very timely. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, all right. So we'll say goodbye for 2019. Um, but of course we're not even really, we haven't really started, uh, you know, we're, we're not even in the middle of this current season of Project Runway season 18 Mm -hmm. Um, and so we'll be back in 2020 project runway will be back the day after new year's day on um, january 2nd i believe it airs and so Mm -hmm. then we'll be back with our regularly scheduled three hour long podcast after that (laughs) and we'll all be in like bracket battle in tow so we'll have um just warning y'all um, we are, we're going to be, or at least I will be speaking in a little bit of shit talk here and there. I just cannot help it. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So before we go, Nayland, we'll actually let's start with Patricia. Patricia, how can people find you? And do you have anything to share before the end of 2019? Oh, oh. um, so I can be found on Twitter and on Instagram with the same handle, um, sense and sight that's s-e-n-s-e-a-n-d-s-i-g-h-t like common sense and optical sight um, and as far as sharing I actually think um, can I recommend an exhibition that's oh, yes, sort of please. kind of maybe around garments mm-hmm. um, so if there if any it's very New York centric that's the only unfortunate thing about this um exhibition uh, this recommendation and at the queen's museum right now i think it's open up until actually it's there until at least the end of january but there's an artist called pia camille and that person has an amazing installation at the queen's museum right now 
that features um, t-shirts, t-shirts, t-shirts from pop culture. So every, you know, from The Simpsons to beer to bars to uh, unarmed civilian t-shirts to Black Lives Matter to uh, basketball teams, a lot of things like this. Um, and the, the, the t-shirts shown together and hung as these like banners. I won't talk about the patterning. You can, but um, and then in the middle of the atrium, this is all one installation. There hmm. are jeans. Um, jeans, like blue denim jeans, um, but they are one, pa- two pairs of jeans stitched together at the waist. So, and they are stuffed with uh, varying degrees of um, packedness. I don't know how to say it. Uh, of stuffed cotton. Hmm. So some some legs of the jeans are more tightly packed than others. Um, and this is this is called this uh, spe- that specific work is called. Um, blue geniandu, which means blue genie as, as a verb. But it's a really fantastic way to just have this... Well, I don't want to say too much about what I read into it, mm-hmm. but it's a fantastic way to, to go. It's a fantastic installation. And if you're interested in garments and pop culture, this is an installation that is making a big point using garments and pop culture as material. Cool. Yeah, I, I I like it a lot. And yeah. oh, oh, and oh, cool. can I just say that for you, Ernest, you would really like another show that's there by um, an artist that did a lot of experimental weaving Ooh. and and in experimental teaching, uh, Nicholas Mufarage. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful oh, artist. Oh yeah. No. I think I yes. Well, <laughs> it's there until the end of January, at least. I don't remember, but. But it's a really, really great, a really great set of shows. And then I also something about Rube Goldberg is there, and of course I only know those things from Pee Wee Herman and, um, or I should say Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse, not the movie, but also some Charlie Chaplin films. But I didn't know that there was a connection <laughs> between those those two uh, TV moments or, or you know cinema moments mm-hmm. or film moments. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of good things at that museum right now. Oh my goodness. That's all. That's all I have to share. No, but I have to say, so I know the curator of that show at the Queen's Museum and I didn't know it was there. Because <laughs> it's a show that traveled from um, the CAMH, the Contemporary Art Museum Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the curator has been working on this for so long, uh, located um, Mufaraj's family and has been making had been making trips back and forth. Um, oh my gosh, I didn't even know it was out here. This is terrible. I feel terrible. But also have been ma- meaning to get to the Queen's Museum because I really want to see that show. Um, oh it's my goodness. beautiful. That's amazing. It's so stunning. Oh. And there's some, re- some relationship to photography and to sort of image, like pop culture images of, of women washing and, and restitching them. It loved it so much. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and I'll I'll put a link to all of these um in our in our show notes as well just to share them. Um and Nayland, would you like to share anything and how can people find you? Um I can be found on Twitter at Nayland Blake, all one word, and on Instagram at Nayland W Blake. Um I uh, had an exciting Instagram encounter. Well, here's, I, I don't know if I have a, uh, 
I have I don't know if I have a recommendation, but I do have a holiday wish for everybody who's listening, Yay. which is that like take a t- take some time in the coming months and really get yourself done up, make a spectacle of yourself and go out in public. Um, uh, I've, I sort of, um, I leaned into my Santa stuff, uh, last week and in doing so, well, and this is, and here's my other, my other part of the recommendation. I'm sorry, this is a little disorganized. If you see somebody else who's doing that, like go up and compliment them. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I was, uh, I was walking around, I guess it was last, maybe it was last Sunday, um, uh, in, in a sort of stylized Santa E outfit and, um, ran across a, uh, a really lovely young woman who was sitting outside of Macy's. Mm-hmm. In a fantastic um, red velvet uh, dress with a uh, a white furred stole, and uh, I just had to, you know, I went up and was like, "You look fantastic. It's lovely. You know, congratulations. It's a, it's that is a great outfit." Mm-hmm. Um, and she was very sweet and returned the compliment. We took pictures together, and then. Um, did not exchange each other's Instagram handles, but weirdly enough, when she posted her picture of me, um, one of her friends was like, wait a minute, is that Nayland? <laughs> and so it turns out that here's like a person that I have, that I have like, you know, mutual friends with, um, that I had did not know that there was any other sort of uh, social connect at all um but it all grew out of um complimenting somebody for making the effort so i I, i'm uh i'm i send that forth as a sort of holiday wish for us in the next year like let's make our uh, let's make our streets and our places to see each other a little bit more joyous by yeah making a little extra effort to dress up i know i mean because i have to say i love that exchange because i saw it on your instagram and then I went to her Instagram and yes. she rode there, you know, there's so in, in New York um, around the holiday time, they have a, a train that is, you know, right now, you know, it's called the nostalgia train, which is, 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 is a strange way of talking about it. It's just an old train from, I think like the fifties or the sixties. And she rode around and then took pictures with her friend and looks amazing and is someone who so I I also follow I I started following her I'm like you're just such an interesting person but um I thought you two knew each other and so I didn't know until I went to her Instagram that she's like yeah this this um this I I don't know how she described you but basically like this this uh amazing wonderful wondrous cloud of Santa-ness or something (laughs) because she said she asked you like are you Santa <laughs> you look like, or you look like Santa. <laughs> and so it was such a wonderful and just a very warm interaction. And especially, um, especially because you're from here, born and raised here. And I'm, I, you know, being in New York, this is a gigantic city. And sometimes I get disheartened by going throughout the day and not ever seeing anyone that I recognize. Um, even though I've been here for 10 years, you know, I'm not a native born New Yorker or anything like that, but, um, 
But it it really was in 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 this really wonderful way helped to de-cynicize me a little bit about New York, especially on the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, because because I just automatically thought I'm like, oh, uh, that's one of Nayland's fabulous friends that they just met in the street. And, or I thought the, the two of you had coordinated to be in front of Macy's that day. <laughs> no, not at all. It was completely fortuitous. And I'm actually going to give her the the name of her Instagram because I think it's I think it's worth it. She uh, it also looks like she sews her own vintage clothes. Oh, it's wow. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she looked um, great. her her Instagram uh, handle is locks and branches. L O C S. A N D E B R A N C H E S. Yeah, I follow her now. But as for me, again, you can find me all over the interwebs at Ernez, H E R N E A S E. And I will, again, I will shout out the young artists that I've been working with at the Joan, at the Joan Mitchell Foundation who have an exhibition up that culminates the end of a year-long residency that they've all done. So this is our first year doing this program in New York City. They've done this in New Orleans, and so they have the Joan Mitchell Center in New Orleans, and this is the first um, batch of amazing artists for the, um, for the iteration of the residency in New York. And their names are Nicole Adames, Albany Andalus, Jacina De Leon, Lily Fay, Alana Sears, Manu Sheik, Dunesca, Suenet, Gabriel Vasquez, and Audrimia Wardlow. And um, the show opened on the 12th of December, and um, it's open until February 28th. And it's in, um, it's, it's got public hour viewings um, Tuesdays through Fridays from 12 to 3 at um, the Joan Mitchell Foundation, which is at 137 West 25th Street, second floor. So if y'all are in the area, um, I highly encourage everyone to go by and see it. So awesome. Oh my goodness. And um, thank you listeners for listening with us and can't wait to chat with everyone again in 2020 about this amazing show. So until then, we'll all say goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> Yay. <laughs>